0: It's The Strip, with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades, now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. The Case of the Great Bar Blowouts We begin our story taking place inside a shallow bar Seemingly in the middle of the Mojave Desert It's the dead of night and the bar is loud with patrons That's when...
1: Where can I get you?
2: One whiskey sour if you please
0: Hey, hey There's no need to pay for that fella (laughs) Why's that? Just don't worry about it It's on me
2: are you sure you're okay, pal?
0: Am I okay? I'm great. <laughs> and you want to know why, boss? Why? I just struck it rich at the tops. So I'm gonna share what I have. Your drink's on the house, buddy. <laughs> Everybody's drinks are on the house, you hear that? You ain't gonna pay for your drinks tonight. It's all on me. Ha <laughs> ha! Now let's turn on some dudes. I want a party.
2: Well, he certainly is friendly.
1: Give it a month. He'll be back where he started. (laughs) Heh, free whiskey shower, right? You ain't wrong. Ow!
2: What the hell was that? Are you okay? Yeah. Dang, bottle busted my face up good. Well, I don't see... wait. Then no beer bottle. Then what the- That's a grenade! Clear out!
3: such a wonderful ride in the night, only to be interrupted by another case.
4: Well, that's what we do, Bunny. We help people, whether it be solving a murder case or preventing one. It doesn't matter if it's a night on the town, wandering, or dining at a restaurant. The call of duty can come at any time.
3: I know that's silly, but when does arson count as a homicide?
4: People can burn, of course.
3: Did the dispatcher say that?
4: He mentioned injuries.
3: Since when do we respond to the NCR anyway? We work for House. I'm sure an army has enough resources for this kind of thing.
4: That may be true, Bunny, but Mr. House's major income from Vegas comes from wound-up young recruits looking to unwind. That's big bucks for the city. So if we help the soldier boys, that's more eyes watching
3: our backs. Hmm. Never thought of it that way. Good point.
4: WB Jalopy, this is Dispatch. WB Jalopy, please respond. Dispatch? This is WB Jalopy. We're approaching the crime scene now. Affirmative. See you there.
3: Oh my gosh, Walter. I take back everything I said. I... look at it!
4: Yeah, that's it. Sam's bar. Or what's left of it?
3: I... I can't believe my eyes. It's... it looks like what happened to... the Hindenburg. I... I mean, look at it.
4: Yeah, that's one big fireball. Damn near looks like an artillery shell hit the place. Heck, I had a few friends that would have frequented this place. I just hope none of them were inside at the time.
3: Can't even have a pleasant drink these days. Well, forget what I said earlier. I'm hooked.
4: That's the spirit, Bunny.
3: My goodness. Look at those flames.
4: It sure is a sight. Oh, here's our contact.
1: There you two are. Hey, glad you could make it on time. This is a much-needed improvement after those three mercenaries got lost all the time.
4: Well, you'll find that modern navigation won't be a problem for us, Sergeant Humphreys. Oh, and we're not mercenaries. We're detectives.
1: Detectives? (laughs) Well, ain't that a thing. You don't come by those very often. In that case, good. You'll be the perfect pair for this little incident. And your names?
4: Walter Camry, Camry Investigations. And here's my partner, Miss Bunny.
3: Very nice to meet you, Sergeant Humphreys.
1: Hey, formal. I like that.
4: So, what have we got here? Arson, I'm sure.
3: Looks more like mass murder to me.
1: Correct for the both of you. What we have here is what's left of the Blue Moon Saloon. Our would-be owner, Mr. Adam Stevenson, was struck in the face by a hot potato before exploding. Sending debris and shrapnel across the bar, plus the impending fireball to spread to the alcohol rack. What a way to go for around sixteen people. But those numbers are projected to rise, of course.
4: Hmm. A grenade thrown in a bar? Seems like an odd weapon for a little dive bar in the middle of nowhere. Where did you get this information from?
1: The young drifter claims to have been talking to the bartender and witnessed the explosion right in front of his face. Says he hit the deck and saw the blue moon go up in blazes. He's got some bad burns, but before we healed him up, we wanted him to spill whatever extra he knew to you two. Want to go see him now?
3: You're
4: darn right we do. You write all that
3: down, Bunny? That's affirmative. Let's go, then. The entire scene is just...
1: Pretty sickening, isn't it? Haven't seen so many people burning in one place since Hoover Dam. Boy, I tell you, some say they felt the Boulder City incident from miles away. Eh, but trust you wait, the NCR isn't going quietly next time.
3: You really think the Legion could take the dam this time, Sergeant?
1: Heck no! I mean, there was a contest of who could throw a spear better, they'd win. This ain't 1000 BC. We've got guns, plenty more than they do. No need to worry your pretty little head. We've got all means of running them out of town in no time. Oh, thank goodness.
4: Uh, I don't know, Sergeant. Best not to underestimate your enemies so quickly. They've learned from their mistakes in the first firefight. And don't forget about that Lanius character. I hear he used to butcher Legion soldiers like flies before he joined up with them.
1: Ah, don't worry about him. He can tell me all about his feats when I smack him with an artillery shell.
4: Is this our guy?
1: Yes, sir. Go on, sir. Tell the nice detectives what you saw in the bar. (coughs)
2: Are you... Are you the...
4: Yes, sir. We're we're the detectives looking into this fire. The sergeant here tells us that you were the closest person to the grenade when it went off. Uh, Can you tell us the events leading up to all this? Don't spare any details.
2: What all is there to tell? I was actually on my way out of the city. Because of the incoming bloodshed. I guess I didn't get on time, huh?
3: It's been hard on all
2: of us. I don't doubt it. But a quiet little dive bar was the last place I'd think find something like this to happen. I ordered a whiskey from the bartender when this guy was waddling up and down the place. Beer in hand, just yelling about some big fortune he made in New Vegas recently. He offered free drinks on him just a minute before the explosion. Drunken sap. He went to turn up some music. When the bartender got hit in the face with a metal object, I realized what it was, which gave me a little time to hit the floor. Then, boom, shrapnel, blood, bone, flesh. <clears throat> you know what it is.
4: From your point of view, it sounds like the hand grenade just spontaneously flew out of nowhere. Do you happen to remember a general direction where the weapon came from? Any bit helps.
2: No, I was just looking back down at the table and saw it coming from the corner of my eye. <clears throat> it was the sound that really got my attention, though. You knew it was heavy. And plus, the man's mouth was bleeding bad. I may have knocked out a few teeth, for all I know.
4: Hmm. Well, that's not much to go on. But then again, the arsons are as touchy as they can get. But so far, the killer, or shall I say, the homicidal maniac, was either after the bartender in particular, or trying his best to hit the liquor for a better effect.
3: But a grenade... If the murder was specifically trying to kill the bartender, he would have specifically killed the bartender. One bullet could have finished the job, but he or she didn't. No, this was a statement. A public statement at that. He had something against the bar and everybody in it.
2: I am blacked out for a few minutes, but awoke early enough to hightail it out of there. How made it out with only a few burns as a miracle. I don't think I'll forget the rest, though. People set on fire. Falling ceiling, stabbing through folks.
1: Well, detectives, what do you think?
4: Hmm, this sure is as tragic as it is indirect. Uh, Hey, you happen to know if the bartender had any enemies? Nah, I was
2: just a passerby. Like everywhere else I go, I don't truly know that many people.
4: Mm, Thank you, sir. Uh, Take my card. If there's anything more you need to tell me that's not for military radar, Uh, see me and Bunny at my office.
2: Thanks,
1: Detective. Will do. <sighs> military radar! We have more means than you to handle sensitive information.
4: Sometimes there's a certain confidentiality level that our clients like to keep with us.
1: Oh, please.
3: What Walter is trying to say is that some people would rather have private specialists to handle anything that contribute to the case. Sometimes the military presence feels a little like... an interrogation.
1: <sighs> Never in my years have I seen a more friendly environment for victims in the NCR. Oh, look! A patron come and ask me something. See, anyone can willingly come to us in their time of need. Yes, sir, how can I help you? Oh, my gosh.
5: I uh, have something for you. I, I... Uh, catch your breath, son. We're combing through every bit of
4: evidence we possibly can.
3: Yes, take your time. I... I think
5: I know why the bar was blown up. Tell me everything, son. The, the barkeep, Mr. Stevenson. He was giving handouts and cut-rate booze to the NCR. That has to be the reason why those radicals did what they did.
1: The NCR soldier discount. We didn't get briefed on something like that. It's not what you think. Some family-owned
5: establishments around the New Vegas area have been really stepping up their game ever since that Hoover Dam brush with the Legion. It's a little undocumented show of support, really. And you're
4: saying this angers some people?
5: Who else do you think? It's those... Nasty, disgusting, demented soldiers that Caesar has kissing his boots.
1: By golly, how stupid can I be? Caesar's legion being behind this is a perfect explanation. Bomb and NCR supporting bars. There's no other candidate. Are you a frequent customer of the Blue Moon? Uh, absolutely. As regular as can be. But, uh,
5: I came here to tell you that this could only just be the beginning. <gasps> tell us more. There's even more bars like this with the same deals and discounts. Seedy little places like this. There's clearly a message being written within the blue moon.
3: With information like that, we can just about confirm another's coming. We better hurry, Walter.
1: Son, tell me any and all of the bars you know could be hit next.
5: I'm a courier going on the same route on a daily basis. So between here and I-15, my best bet would be the Mojave Moscato. A fancy little place, but you'll find your drunken NCR troopers there if it wasn't here.
1: Come with me, son. Need a few more questions answered before I catch you loose. You two better get a move on before more whiskey goes to waste.
4: You don't have to tell us twice, Sergeant. Come on, Bunny. Looks like a quieter kind of bar. Too quiet.
3: Don't talk like that, Walter. Just ask questions and I'll keep tab of the notes. And suspicious persons.
4: Thanks, Bunny. Howdy, you two. The name's Tanner.
3: You made it here right before
6: the evening rush. So what can I pour for you? Uh,
4: Tanner? Uh, so you run this establishment? Yes, sir. Then good. My name's Walter Camry and-
6: Oh, I know that name. Newcomers to New Vegas. That's right. <laughs> Well, you sure picked a fine time to come over. Heck, even in times of peace, we're savages. I'd get out of Dodge before it's too late. This land is gonna chew you up and spit you out, my friend.
4: Well, not if I have anything to say about it. Or my partner, Bunny, over here. But I'm not here to brag. I'm here in regards to the Blue Moon Bar a few blocks away from here. Darn.
6: Don't tell me that wasn't some gas leak accident or something. The last thing we need is some vodka vigilante on the loose.
4: Farthest thing from. We recovered first-hand evidence that a hand grenade was responsible, and that it was due solely to the fact that certain establishments gave handouts and discounts to NCR soldiers.
6: Oh. Is that right?
4: And is there something wrong with that, detective? No, no. We're being paid by the NCR on this one, in fact. We just want to know if there's been any suspicious activity here lately. Any death threats, unusual aggression, shifty characters? heh. <laughs>
6: The last place you want to point out one shady guy is in a bar.
4: Uh, we were told this place was a little more on the fancier side.
6: Hooch is hooch, Mr. Camry. Ambiance ain't gonna change that.
4: Ah, I see. But,
6: uh, yeah. I've got somebody. Somebody who can't get with the program,
4: if you will. Huh? Get with the program? What might you mean by that, sir? I wish I could tell you correctly, Mr. Camry. But there
6: seems to have been one aggravated customer of ours lately i mean it's not like we're used to getting some of those but this one's different
4: uh, spare no details sir i've got eyes on my back no need to hunch over just stand up straight as if we were talking regularly okay so you were saying six days ago about
6: bald pale looking guy looks darn near 60 walks into the bar demanding some booze like he just got out of a fight I didn't pay it no mine until he slammed those fancy looking peso coins on my bar table.
4: Wait, those big coins sound like legion denarius.
6: Yeah, yeah, it was those denarius. But I tell you pal, I was near scared out of my drawers when he start waving that machete of his around when he got mad. Woo! And when he finally gave in into paying me the right way, he goes and sits alone each time he comes. A man can't help but be a little scared. So I told him of a little bar, a little ways westward, that could take his money. But if this is about the pro-NCR business, I've got to stay on my toes if a man like that can produce such an explosion.
4: Really? What's the name of this bar, friend? The Sandy
6: Saloon. I know where it is. You can't miss it. Just like this place. Keep following the road west. That's where you should find your perp.
4: Thank you, Tanner. That's a big help. And please, don't be on edge. Just vigilant. We'll bring this Legion coward to justice before long. Me and Bunny will be in contact when he's been apprehended. Thank you, detectives.
6: And hey, when you catch him, throw away the key, will you?
3: Well, it sure is refreshing to come across straight answers for once.
4: <sighs> You're telling me, and I'm telling you, this dust-up with the NCR and Legion really hasn't made things easier for us.
3: Tough times roll around. This might just have to be a storm we have to wait out.
4: Say, who do you think's gonna win?
3: The dam? The dam? Shoot, I don't even know. But my best suggestion, close the agency and come out when the coast is clear.
4: There may not be a coast left when it's finished, Bunny. Oh, Bunny, what did I tell you about leaving the headlights on in the car? It drains the battery.
3: Wait, what? I never left those on.
4: You can see them. Both headlights are on.
3: Walter, I never leave accessories before they shut down in the car. And look... I still have the keys right here with me.
4: Then how the heck?
3: Walter, look, someone's trying to take off at the car. Hey,
4: buddy, that's our wagon you're making off with.
3: Hey, 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 step out of the driver's seat right now. Come on, faster. Oh,
4: come here. <coughs> you can't even operate that thing. What the heck
0: did you think you were doing? Get those hands off me, you mangy profligates!
3: Look at it! He tried to hotwire the car!
0: <coughs> <coughs> Prolificates, huh? Of course, you fools! Unclean rats such as yourselves don't deserve such a marvel to reside in.
4: Uh, do you even know what this is? It's something beyond your little Legion mind can grasp. Now, do you have an explanation beyond your twisted way of thinking? You
0: must be more than 50. Uh, how did you even know where to go to get the thing started? One tends to learn a little something from reading tumblers today. (sighs) Couldn't pass up an opportunity to get away this fast in a time like this. What the heck do you mean?
3: Walter, do you see how this man is dressed? He must be the exact man Mr. Tanner was talking about.
4: Hmm. I guess you're right, Bunny. Stand up. Now spill the beans, Buster. We just got a report about a guy like you. Bald head, up in age, and wearing red. Now, unless you want to play off like there's another fellow nearby with that exact
0: same description... All right, all right, you got me. Then spill it. The name's Silas. I'm the one that Rapscallion Tanner mentioned to you both. And I'm pretty sure... No, I knew what would be coming my way if he had some cats from New Vegas looking for me. Because I knew all fingers would be pointing in my direction, even though it wasn't me.
3: Oh, please. You're obviously Legion. Why else wouldn't fingers be pointed at you? You've been getting antsy with the barkeep back there when he would to take your ancient chump change.
0: What do you mean, you didn't do it? Oh, trust me, I'll be doing big things come the dam. But I swear on my life I wasn't behind that bar explosion earlier. Oh, really? That's why I was trying to get out of here while I could in that wagon of yours. Soon enough, there'd be an NCR battalion ready to lock me up and take me to the firing squad. What did you expect me to do? Walk around in the desert with these clothes and my reputation and expect to be looked over? I had to get out of here.
3: Well, that's a lie if I ever heard one.
4: No, Bunny. I believe old Silas here is telling us the truth.
3: What? Well, don't tell me you truly believe this bunk. He's part of the Legion, Walter.
0: Not yet I'm not. Soon I will make the trip to Cottonwood Cove and face my destiny as a mighty warrior in Kaisar's Grand Legion. Not yet you're not. And if so, who else could it be?
4: You're the investigator, not me. (laughs) Well, you're right about that. Now unhand me. That's something we're not going to do. Duck your head before the shrapnel hits.
3: Walter, look. Someone's running out of the bar.
4: You're right. He's on the move. Confound it. I missed him by a hair.
0: (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Burn, you propagates. Burn!
3: We need to get in there before it's too late.
4: The fire's too fresh for folks like us to be running in. We need to get this idiot to the proper authorities. I'll put Silas in the trunk. You make the call to Sergeant Humphreys. We'll get to the bottom of this, by golly.
3: Alert! Alert, this is W.B. Jalopy. Repeat, this is W.B. Jalopy. There has been an explosion at the Mojave Moscato. I repeat, the Mojave Moscato.
1: So you mean to tell me you just barely escaped that trap in the nick of time, right before you met this guy? You also mean to tell me this Legion groupie just so happened to be outside the bar as well, stealing your car? That's
4: a fact. And he nearly made off with it, too, because of some hot-wiring article he read in a magazine once.
1: And yet, he's still not liable in your book?
4: I'm telling you, Humphreys, this man Silas told us he was trying to get away from a wrong conviction. And I believe him.
1: But you told me the bartender said he was the most Roman-looking man in that bar. "'Acted a fool when he tried paying with Denarius.'
4: Silas was far too conveniently placed in that crime scene to be the killer. "'And besides, the real man was on his way out of the rubble before he escaped and shot at us.'
1: "'Fine, Walter, but we're questioning this man before we cut him loose.' "'Of course, of course.
4: Squeeze him dry. "'Say, since this happened, this just about cuts all Legion ties to this bloody operation.' Do you happen to have any other possible leads for us before we head back out on the road?
1: Well, you two would know better than me, wouldn't you? Troopers haven't come
4: up with anything?
1: We'd only begin cleaning up the first mess and dealing with the injured before this next bar sparked up just now. Hope you two hop on that mystery man before we run out of bodies and beer income. Hmm.
4: Say, what can you tell me about those NCR supporting establishments? That wouldn't happen to be a setup by your boys, would it?
1: Of course not! These places of business went out on the limb of their own to give discounts to me and my boys. Not that I'm protestin', but I'd be lying if I said it wouldn't put a big fat target on their backs. I'd offer a few of my guns as hired hands, but we're stretched too thin as it is out here.
4: So Mr. Legion Wannabe here just wanted to escape his incoming death sentence because he'd be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And our other candidates are...
3: Oh, thank goodness. A ledger.
1: What do you call this, Sergeant? Hmm. Your partner's right. This here's a list of what we have on your dastardly local menaces. Though the only kink on this is that the highest criminal act of these ladies and gentlemen are things like attempted murder and petty theft. We're looking for someone who had the gall to set nearly 20 people ablaze. The rest you'll find here are vandals and folks of the sort.
3: Hmm. Attempted robbery, vandalism... Yep, Walter, looks like we just have a treasure trove of the sort of junk in here.
4: Let me have a
1: flip through there. Hmm. A lot of unnamed dirt bags in that book. But just you wait. Once we win that war, these criminals won't have much far to run once we regroup and get back to regular business. Mm-hmm.
3: You feeling all right over there, Silas? I hope that ride wasn't too bumpy for you.
0: Oh, you may speak all you want, little girl, but all in due time it will be you who ends up behind these bars.
3: By that time you'll be in an unmarked grave, you old fool.
0: Uh, I'll make you eat those words after I wrap a slave collar around that pretty little neck of yours,
1: you
3: brat! Oh, sit down before you break that hip, old man.
1: Okay, okay, settle down, you two. ha <sighs> I'm obligated to mind you, Mr. Silas. Anything you say right now could be used against you later. And, Bunny, kudos. I like your spunk.
3: It helps me through the day. Aha! Uh-huh. What is it, Walter?
1: You find something connected to the case?
4: Huh? Oh, yes, yes. I had to drown out that schoolyard prattle for a second, but yes. I think I found our man.
1: Well,
3: who? Uh,
4: you two, take a look at the man in the old safari helmet and the goggles here. Now, does this man look familiar to you? Hmm.
3: Wait, I know I've seen him before. That's the man we questioned in the first bar explosion.
4: What? Well, I don't. Not the drifter, uh, the supposed courier that gave us a story about the NCR-backed businesses. He's the man we're seeing here. And what was his name?
3: Mister Humphreys. You took him in for questioning, if I remember him correctly. What did you learn about him?
4: I. Hmm. Now, don't tell me you can't
1: remember. I'm trying. Uh, oh yes, now I remember. I took so many bodies in for questioning, I can hardly remember them. But yes, his name was... Mark Columbo, yes.
4: Mark Columbo. Hmm. Well, I'm surprised you didn't recognize him at first, Sergeant. It says here he's a pretty crafty NCR deserter.
1: What? let me see that. Why, I... I've never seen that face around here before. How in the heck did he manage to slip past... Oh, he's one of those...
3: One of those...
1: Oh, these idiots that decided to leave over petty little scraps and charges because they didn't want to face the music like a good NCR soldier. Hate men like that, fully willing to take up arms and punish their enemies. But oh, the tables sure turn when they get in trouble.
4: You happen to remember
1: murder looming
4: over this guy's head? That's all it says in his conviction chart. Murder? Well, I...
1: I just don't know, detective.
3: He has to be the man that was shooting at us back at the Mojave Moscato. Walter, there's no doubt that the sky knows we're on his tail. We need to find this chump before before he does it again. I can't take another one of those bombings again, Walter. If I do, I'll just
4: Ugh. She's right. Where can we expect to find this Mark Columbo next?
1: I think I think your best bet would have to be the drunken ranger. D- down between Good Springs and Prim. That's right.
4: The drunken ranger,
1: huh? Yes. There's a few other places spread out further. But this place is an obvious NCR establishment. The place used to be called the Drunken Cazador. But after the dam in Boulder City, you know the rest.
3: Let's go, Walter. I want to see this man with bars in front of him like Silas. Or a bullet in his eye.
4: No wonder this man missed my gunfire. And why he fired back so quickly. Who knows what this Mark Colombo is capable of. Making bombs in a clean getaway, that's for sure.
3: We pull up, guns free, and we wait. Or storm the place if he's already in there.
1: Good plan, Bunny. Hey! I even have a few troops that just came back from an escort job. I could even send a few to accompany you. No,
4: Humphreys. It would be too risky to have more lives on the line, or even hosting a stakeout. What? But, but, B- Walter! No buts, you two. This isn't some lone kook we're dealing with. This is a highly trained military man who's been convicted of murders of all out things.
3: Walter, he almost nailed you at the Mojave Moscato. We can't afford to risk it.
4: My word is final, Bunny. <sighs> no, I. I think I have a hunch that may prove a simple fact we've all misread. Well, what is it? I'll tell you in the car, bunny. Sergeant Humphreys free a spot in your jail cells by tonight, and Silas, you should really reconsider your life path right now. <laughs> Death to you. Well, come on, bunny. There's no time to waste. is deserted looks like I've been expected don't think I don't know
5: you're here Mark hello Walter thought you'd be here (laughs) well ain't this funny the upcoming famous detective of New Vegas spends nearly 24 hours planning and tracking on my toes but where does he end up alone in a bar he thought he'd have the upper hand in (laughs) well I've got news for you detective you wasted your time hunting me Then
4: am I seeing things? If my eyesight is correct, my sights are trained right between
5: your eyes, Mr. Colombo. Drop the child's play and surrender to the authorities. Good observation, detective. But the only thing that should be dropped is that gun of yours, Camry. Oh yeah? And why should I? Because I have a bomb placed in the radio behind you over there. And I have one with me on the bar here. Now put it down.
4: I knew it.
5: That's right, Walter. I run things now. And don't try and pose something last minute. I'm not afraid to start a fireworks show with both of us inside.
4: The gun was only an excuse to squeeze a true story out of you. I must say, I'm impressed with that legendary diversion. Radio bomb with a grenade to pose as a dud. Quite a display.
5: No one would suspect a little C4 in their music boxes when the explosives triggered I had them all set on a specific frequency for disaster. <laughs> I couldn't wait for news about my first job to hit. I'll admit, I wasn't expecting more than one to blow. But that idiot Legion boy bought me some more time when the bartender, Tanner, spilled the beans about him. The only question is, what the heck I do with you now? Glad my hunch was right. I knew a grenade
4: couldn't cause all that damage. But there was more I wanted to know. Why you? Why not Silas? A former NCR soldier out of all people. Mark, I don't know what moved you to do all this after murdering a man, but...
5: Don't you dare talk about Private Keller. He's gone, and that's all that matters. Ain't no reason talking about him.
4: You ever think that could be your problem? Not
5: talking about it? Keller, huh? He... He was a private under my wing, back at the Hoover Dam showdown. The little man had too much heart. Our commanding officer was bleeding out, his leg blown off by some legion artillery. He managed to yell out for us to leave, but Keller refused to listen.
4: You can already skip the movie plot ending. I know what you're going to say. He ran after your commanding officer and got blown to bits, and the NCR pinned it on you. Is that about right? No.
5: I killed him. Killed him good. When I ran and yanked him back, he fought and cursed at me, trying to get me to let him go to save the man. But I told him orders were orders. <laughs> but then, when the battle was over, we got into another fight in the barracks. Said how he could have saved him, how he could have saved our man if I just let him go after him. But when the argument turned to a fistfight, You shot him dead. Yeah, I did. It was looking like the NCR was going to hang me for the act too, so I moved myself out of the dam and became an outlaw. I've hated the NCR ever since, and I plan on punishing them for it. For doing what's right? For punishing the wrong man. My story could have ended differently, but still, they'd be punishing the wrong man. Keller was a hothead and died one, but I'm not facing charges. Think with your
4: head, Columbo. You only dug yourself deeper with these crazy acts of violence. If escape was what you wanted, you could have made it out alive. But now look at you. In tattered soldiers' fatigues, and a bomb in hand, and a layer of ash on your body. There's two ways you can end this, Mark, but only one destination. Drop the radio now and walk out with me. Or get blown into oblivion.
5: (laughs) Doesn't sound like I have much of a choice here now, do I?
4: No, you don't.
5: Well then, while I'm at it, I could twist this here dial, since we're at another bar and all. Bunny, now! What?
3: For the love of Pete, Walter, that man nearly had me scared out of my vault suit.
1: <laughs>
4: well, Bunny, you're dealing with a former military man with a few bombs around you and the best that you can do is comply. <laughs> At least for a moment.
3: Let's just be lucky that that pulse grenade I dropped had the correct effect on the explosives in the radio. You're sure you're feeling all right?
4: Yes, yes. Of course, Bunny. Let's not forget those things are made for electronics. So once that pulse bomb was dropped through the roof, it disabled all the radios in one big blast. I'm a little rattled, but I'll be fine.
3: That Mark Colombo sure lost it when he brought up his dead squad mate. I almost felt sorry for him. I probably would have if he faced the music.
4: Well, I can't say I pity him for killing his partner, but you are right about what he could have done in the situation. By running Truly proved what kind of man he was. And, topping it all off by blowing those dye bars up was truly unforgivable.
3: Say, Walter, that reminds me.
4: And what's that?
3: You still never answered my question. How did you ever know that it was the radios that held the active explosives and not the grenades all of the witnesses saw?
4: Oh, that. Well, Bunny, it didn't hit me at first. But as the case went by, I noticed something very peculiar about the eyewitness report we got in the first explosion, and the setting in the second bar. me. Well, Mark Colombo had every reason to make us expect he just up and chucked a hand grenade in every booze house he demolished. But there's absolutely no way one grenade could do the damage it did to those places. So I retraced the evidence we took from that drifter who was behind the counter when he saw the grenade hit the bartender, Mr. Anderson. It was that rambling drunk who said he was mouthing off to the patrons and buying everyone drinks with his table winnings. He mentioned he turned on the radio right before the blast.
3: Oh, my gosh.
4: And at the second bar? That was a harder clue to notice. But I got another tip off when I heard Tanner's radio in the Mojave Moscato. Notice what station it was tuned on?
3: Ah, it was some country tune. Had to be the Mojave Music Station, right? But I couldn't tell. It was a little fuzzy in there.
4: Exactly, Bunny. Tanner must have had his radio dial in between stations, making the signal fuzzy. And what do you think he did once we left that bar?
3: Radio New Vegas. Oh my lord, Walter! If he had turned the radio just a peg while we were in there, we could have been blown sky high. I... I mean, we were right there.
4: And <laughs> Talk about a close brush with death. Mark thought he had the upper hand on us for a moment. But he was one to play games with his victims. Never liked to take it the simple way. And that's all going to backfire on him very soon when he's taken to the firing squad.
3: I'm just glad this is over. Maybe the NCR can go have a drink with a little more ease this time.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: But I wouldn't call what happened in the Mojave Moscato what you called it. I'd call that more like a close frequency with death. I guess this sheds a whole new light on the same. don't touch that dial.
0: Walter and Bunny in The Strip. Be sure to set your timers at the same time in two weeks for our next episode, The Case of the Raided Ranch. Will Walter and Bunny manage to find the killer of Ghoul Ranch Family's son? It's another classic case of Who Done It. All of this in the next episode of The Strip. In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Amy Harris, Humphreys by Ken canon Mark Colombo by Josh Bull, Silas by Sean Dawes, The Drifter by Justin C., and Tanner by Nathan T. Esser. The entire production was written and directed by Preston Harden.
7: When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest.
3: Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you.
7: Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them.
5: It's him! It's the mob man!
7: Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next.
4: War never changes, does it, Bunny?
3: No, it certainly does not.
7: True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts.